Welcome to the Path to Inspiration podcast, daily content to remind you to inspire and be inspired. And this podcast is hosted by the founder of Path to Inspiration, Sebastian Grinko. Welcome to all. Today, I want to talk about a subject that will surely and hopefully, will hopefully and surely one or the other interest some of you. The subject is how I let go of my depression with the help of meditation. Now, I want to be clear when I, when I talk about depression because there's levels to this. My depression was not a crippling depression. My depression was lasting, lasted about six to eight months, maybe more. And it was the type of depression that Jim Carrey talks about. That's a very, very good example because Jim Carrey talks about a depression that is very relatable, I think, to most people. And that was I was dealing with. Jim Carrey talks about a depression that is like a mild despair. Which means, and he describes it that way. He describes it that you can go about your life, you can smile, you can be around people, you can interact, but you have this mild despair. It's like you slowly dying inside and like everything is gray around you. And it's not like you cannot laugh, but it's like, it's, life is dull. It's not boring. It's like there's, there's nothing to look up to. There's nothing to look forward to. It's just like all gray. It's like being in a forest during winter and it's all gray. The leaves are gone and there's nothing is deserted and the, there's no life. That's exactly how it feels. But it's mild. It's like slowly and gradually getting more and more gray and there's nothing to laugh about there's nothing to be happy about and it's just you wake up without energy you feel tired and it's more of a psychosomatic way it's not my body that was depressed first and foremost it was my mind that was in this gray state of mind that was making my body so tired because there was no energy and that's why depression I know nowadays it's kind of a blanket term and people say, how are you today? Oh, so I'm depressed. And, and to be fair, I'm not going to criticize this word because depression and the counterpart is, the, de the depression and its counterpart expression is really what it is. Expression is what you express. When you feel happy and energized, you express your, your shoulders are, are back, you stand tall and you're like joyful and you express, you stand tall and you speak clearly and loudly instead so you're expressing yourself but when you're depressed you see your shoulders are slouched you're slouching and you look down and it's like you know you have no energy so yeah you, you literally like depressed so anybody and and can use depressed to the extent that they feel this way there's nothing wrong but i had to define what kind of depression i was suffering from so you guys don't mistake me because I heard people who talk about depression as like, oh my God, they cannot even go out of bed. They like, they can stay awake for like three, four hours a day. They feel like they're dying. They feel like this constant, like horrible sadness. And I was not to that extent. I really want to 
I emphasize on this. I was not to the extent, and I do believe meditation can help at this stage too. But maybe when it comes to those extremes, those depression levels, extreme levels, you might need medication, at least at the very beginning. I always think that it's not a good idea to rely on medication when it comes to those, to those um, extreme levels of depression. I think we have to take care of diet, physical lifestyle, and obviously mindset, which can be changed through meditation, affirmations, and whatnot. And I will focus only on the meditative meditation part because there's many ways to deal with depression. Not one is above the other. Some of them are better suited for you due to your personality and your circumstances and the level to which you are suffering from depression. But I digress. So when it comes to my depression, that was the one I was suffering from. A mild, mild despair on a daily basis. And I was living in Shanghai, China at that time. And there's only two things that really helped me through this depression. And okay, let me let me talk about why I suffer from this depression. There's not necessarily a reason why, because from my Buddhist standpoint, sorry, from my Buddhist point of view, from my spiritual point of view, if you will, not to sound too arrogant, but <laughs> it is what it is. There's seasons to life. Sometimes it's the winter of life, sometimes it's summer. There's between good and bad. Bad is between two moments of good and good is between two moments of bad, if you will, and neutral and stuff like this. It's always, life is transient, everything is short-lived and everything is ephemeral. So we just keep on going from one emotion to another, good, bad, neutral, or anything in between, right? So that's pretty much like seasons. Or like sometimes it's cold, sometimes it's rainy, sometimes it's hot, etc., etc. If you see depression like this, is is something you can accept and embrace more so than if you see it as something that is negative in your life and something you should be ashamed of and have guilt over the shame you already have of being depressed, right? So that's why it's better to see them as emotions and as a state of being that you are living now instead of something that you need to get rid of because that will push it further down your core being, so to speak. So, what caused my depression? And obviously I'm speculating, there's no sure way of knowing exactly what was causing my depression. But at that time, I had my girlfriend and I had broken up. <laughs> Let me be completely honest and trustworthy. She broke up with me. That being said, I was kind of relieved when she broke up, she broke up, what the fuck? She broke up with me because we were pretty much done one year before that. Anyway, we just kept on trying, but it was not working. And she was brave enough to make the decisions we should have made six months, a year prior to that. That being said, I was not suffering from the loss of her, which means I was not missing her. I did not want her back. I was kind of relieved that we were not together anymore. As I said in my breakup video, she's an amazing person, she's a wonderful girl. We was not a good match together. That's it. So that's why I was relieved. But we had been together almost three years living together. So I had to get used to being alone again. And only that, and that is something that a lot of you might be able to relate. 
I was the one who had been dumped. She had broken up with me, not the other way around. So I'm the one, or at least in my mind, and I think, and I've seen this from a lot of guys, especially when the girl, when a girlfriend breaks up with you, you feel kind of like the loser in the situation. I don't think girls don't see it that much. I think we more see it as a competition because of our male nature, so to speak, that we see everything as a competition. So therefore, when the girlfriend breaks up with us, we feel like we lost something and we feel therefore in the loser position, right? And we kind of have this mindset because, and and I'm gonna go even further because she, because I used to model and she was really a model. I did it part-time, but she was really a model and she was really beautiful. And when she broke up with me, obviously in, in our community, in my entourage, Everybody knew, and they were all telling me like, "Oh yeah, she was so beautiful." Blah blah. blah. Said, yeah, and like, like didn't make me feel better, you know? Like, you know, because like, it feel it felt like people are looking, I, I um have, have pity for you, you know. It doesn't feel good. You, they, I think obviously a lot of it is like through my own interpretation, but that's how I felt at that time. And so I was by my lonesome. I was not lonely, but like I felt this thing of being alone. If if it makes sense, right? And on top of that, my business was not doing well at the time. It was not moving in any way. I don't know what the fuck was happening. And another thing that happened is I was losing hair at that time. I mean, now I'm pretty good, but like I was losing hair at that time. And it was so many things at the same time. And I just got down the rabbit hole and generally speaking, depression, like anything else, I'm talking about most of the depression cases, not the extreme ones. I wouldn't dare talk about this because I'm not familiar with that. But for most of the depressions I hear about in friends and whatnot, it's, it's momentary. And generally speaking, it starts with a trigger, a negative trigger, and maybe another one with a second one. And we grow it in our mind because if you catch it at the beginning it's gone because you get rid of it however at that time i didn't have the tools to actually cope with it so it kept getting worse and i was having scenarios in my mind about what will happen i'm gonna go bald I, like i'm alone I'm, I'm, I'm not making money for my business etc but like i was like going crazy in my mind you know and it was this constant inner chatter of negativity and it got worse and worse and i was isolating myself i was seeing just one or two friends i had but it was dull even when i seen them it was, it was tasteless it was just like wow I, I was better off staying at home honestly and like nothing really and also like because negativity begets more negativity i was living with this girl french roommate and the apartment was nice and I was lucky because I really wanted this to because I, would, I had moved out from the old apartment where I was living with my girlfriend not because of the memories but because it was getting too expensive for myself for one person so I moved to another place and the place was nice but I had this girl man and like I mean like God bless her but and I was not in the right state of mind and I think I had I just attracted the I don't and she might think the same thing about me to be fair actually but she was the worst roommate like i was in the living room and i was making some noise it's like could you stay quiet and like she was always complaining about something i felt i was paying half the rent but i didn't i never felt at home i was staying in my room most of the time because i just not the energy was wrong you know and and then again god bless her it was a difficult time for me and i think 
you know, negativity attracts more negativity. And at that time, I was really in a bad state of mind. And I think she was, because her former roommate was a, 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 a guy who, who had a boyfriend and he was never at home. So he was always with his boyfriend. So she was most of the time alone. And when I came, I was there every day. So I think she got too accustomed to being alone. And I think even when we both moved out of the apartment because it got too expensive for the both of us, she told me like, I think I want to live alone. You know, and it was to be fair, you know, that's the, the that's what she wanted. I think that's why um, we had a lot of uh, <laughs> tension between me and her. But I digress. I apologize for digressing, but this is a detail important nonetheless. So everything was not really going well. I was spending a lot of time in the office, but nothing was really happening. So I was like... What the fuck, man? So anyway, what happened at that time was I decided to start meditating again. And that was six, five, six, seven years ago when I was living in Shanghai, Thailand. Now I'm living in Chiang Mai. No, no. I was, that was when I was living in Shanghai, China, mainland China. Now I'm living in Chiang Mai, Thailand. And I started meditating again and I had not meditated since I had come out of a meditation center. I came out of the meditation center when I was 20 and I quit meditation. I quit. I didn't meditate for many years, several years. And when this depression set in my mind, in my heart, naturally, organically, my mind wanted to meditate again and at the time there was only two things that would keep my head above water so, so to speak first thing was meditation the second thing was working out going to the gym that was the two things the only two things that would actually give me some relief from my depression and I obviously i will not talk about the working out part in this video I will only focus on the meditation part. So when I started meditating again, I was going balls to the wall with this. I was meditating one hour at night, one hour in the morning. So as I wake up, I, I, as I, every time I woke up, spent one hour meditating. And every time I went to sleep, prior to sleep, one hour. I was religious with it. Nowadays, I meditate much less, but at that time, I really needed to go hard or go home, so to speak, right? So I was meditating two hours a day, every day, and I was doing a mix of Vipassana meditation and Metta Bhavana, a mix of mindfulness meditation and a mix of loving kindness meditation, yes. But most of the time, it was just Vipassana. So for those of you who have watched my videos, you can check it. You can check my tutorials on meditation, on both inside meditation, mindful meditation, and loving kindness meditation. So I would always start with uh, loving kindness meditation. So I was pretty much picturing people I love and picturing people, picturing strangers and, and sending them love, etc. And cultivating love in my heart. And after that, after doing this for 5-10 minutes, I went to Vipassana meditation, inside meditation. So I was following the breath. I was following the rising and falling and the movements of my mind. And... I was doing this every day and after a couple of months and I know this sounds crazy but after a couple of months my whole life changed like I had 
the worst eight months, the worst eight month period of my life, one of the worst eight month periods of my life. But after that, I had the best six months, eight months of my life. And I'm not even joking because those eight months, and even prior to that, I always thought that oh, Shanghai was superficial. All the foreigners here are superficial. The Chinese are living in the bubble. It's like I had a couple of friends, but that's it. I think, oh my God. But after this, to the cultivation of my mind, to the practice of loving kindness meditation and Vipassana meditation, inside meditation, but more specifically loving kindness meditation, I was rekindling relationships I had with other people and making them even better. And I was making new friends. And by that time, after I came out of this depression bout, I was surrounded with loving and caring friends and I had the time of my life. I had like four, five, six, seven, eight friends. I had a group of friends I was hanging out with on a regular basis. I, I spent the greatest holiday of my life, the Chinese New Year. Chinese New Year, my mother called me and told me like, we want to spend 12 holidays, Chinese New Year in Singapore and Bali. So let, let's all get together. And I'm not, for those of you who have watched some of my video, I'm not a big fan of traveling. I don't like, I hate going on planes. So, but I, I was a bit reluctant, but I, it turned out to be a great holiday because I went to Singapore where my mother's family is living. And I spent Chinese New Year with them. And then I spent also time in Bali with my two brothers, my parents, and it was just such an amazing time. And only that, I had inspiration to, to lead me to what I'm doing now, which is writing my books, the coaching, my videos, my content, etc. It all started at that time, after I had gone out of, the, of, the, of, the, of my bout of depression and all through the inspiration. That's why I called my brand, what I'm doing, Path to Inspiration, because I really do believe that it all comes from inspiration. And they all, the trigger for the change was meditation. Meditation helped me get to this inspiration. It, it took some time, but what happens when you meditate is like you get more and more clear and automatically, without even noticing it, you almost magically let go more and more naturally and organically the unwholesome you have kept inside that's why i always say that meditation is better than therapy because there's no it's very practical there's no need to be saying something or speculate as to why what is the cause of this consequence and this is just intellectual processes when it comes to meditation and for those of you who read the amazing book letting go by david hawkins you know what i'm talking about you just let go of those emotional traumas one by one and your consciousness keeps shifting and shifting and shifting until you are a completely different person from where you were. So the depression version of Sebastian is not the same as the joyful Sebastian that who, who I was six months after my depression and even more so who, am, who I am right now. Or when I say I am, the consciousness level I am at. So that's why I want to really encourage you and you have many videos to teach you meditation. You can check my channel. But through the process of just the working out helped a lot too. Don't get me wrong. Working out, Thai boxing, all this physical stuff helped me a lot. But what really changed me from the inside out, literally, figuratively, is meditation. 
through the cultivation of meditation. That's why I really wanted to share with this with you guys because I really do believe it can help. I guarantee it can help no matter where you are. Obviously, if you are at the extremes of depression, medicate yourself, check your diet, work out, do whatever you need in your urgent state of mind to change radically and then maybe meditate. But most of the cases, you will benefit tremendously from meditation. I guarantee it, it helped me, it helped many people. And what happens when you meditate, sorry, what happens when you're depressed is like you always look down. You always look to the worst. When you meditate, what happens is like you always look for the good. So when you meditate, you depress. You are in a depressed state of mind. So you're always looking for the negativity. And when the more you look for negativity, the more you'll find it. When you meditate, you train your mind and your heart to look for the good, to look for the love, look for the warmth, the compassion. And the more you look for it, as you cultivate the garden of your mind, you let go of the weeds and you nurture the plants. You cultivate the plants, you water the plants and your garden will grow more and more beautiful. That's all I have. Thank you for listening. This was the Path to Inspiration podcast. For more information, go to pathtoinspiration.com for more content or sebgrinko.com for coaching.